Scott Huff. Uh, Coach, just what you see uh, through film looking back on, on, set, on Friday? Uh, some good, some bad. The obvious one was just the, the holding calls. You know, we, uh, we got to clean those up. That, 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 that kills us. In, in terms of what changes you can make, is there any message for your guys with that? Specific? Yeah, just tightening up their, their obviously their hand placement and their, their, their start off the, you know, off the get-go, not getting themselves in bad situations. Um, yeah, it's just got to be better. Any things you liked? Uh, yeah, I liked. I mean, I did like the fact that the you know we were down there and the you know after the second quarter there the guys we we scored on each possession in the second half and so they you know they rallied and um, you know they showed that that was really good. That's a good takeaway. But uh, um, yeah, just obviously don't want to put ourselves in that situation. UCLA a team who threw out a bunch of different looks uh, defensively. Is there is there anything that? You can help prepare for that moving forward for another team that may do that. Um, I think we were, I think we were prepared for all the different looks that we saw. Uh, I, I did feel like that. I mean, we, you know, we knew that they were gonna, um, you know, in certain situations, what they were gonna, uh, you know, one of a few calls that they had. Um, so I think, we, I think the guys were prepared. We just got to execute better. In terms of what Arizona brings to the table, is there anything you haven't really seen? Um, Arizona State. I mean, they they got to they're they got to be the best. What's their record? One and four. I mean, they got to be the best one and four team I've ever seen on film. I mean, they lost to three top ten teams, or uh, I don't. I, I guess I don't know what all the rankings are or whatever. But no, they they're, they're good on defense now. Uh, I haven't watched them on offense yet. We haven't had a crossover game to see what they what they're doing on offense. But I know a lot of the coaches there, and I know they're really good. I know. That, you know, the situation there with Coach Edwards is tough, but Coach Guano's a guy they know in a long time. He's, he's a great man, a great coach, and I know that those guys played hard last week against USC. It was a real close ball game, and um, obviously played Utah, you know, and, and, and Oklahoma State. Uh, tough game against Eastern Michigan, but Eastern Michigan's pretty damn good too. So um, I know they're going to be excited to play us, and uh, they're going to give it the, the, by no means what's been going on. I, I don't anticipate that affecting them in a negative way at all I think they're going to be excited to play us what are some of those good things that they do on defense yeah they're stout against the run game I mean they got you know a bunch of good D linemen linebackers are good um, both both uh, Soli and uh, number eight uh, Merlin uh, I believe Merlin Robertson's his name they're, you know we've played against those guys for a long time the interior guys are good so we got a good challenge ahead of us uh, moving Jackson's Kirkland over to over over to uh, left guard, and moving Troy back out. How did you approach that with uh, Jackson? He kind of talked about it yesterday. But. Yeah, we just felt like that was the best situation for for everybody right now, and um, and and you know Jackson's awesome. I mean, you talk about a selfless guy, and um, he's played a lot of good football for us at a lot of different positions. Whether that was at right guard when he was younger, left tackle, you know, it's. it's uh, it's been um, really smooth for him and his transition, and I'm just excited for, for everybody to hopefully settle in a little bit and, uh, you know, play some good football. Is there a situation where you could see them moving, switching back at some point this season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anything ever uh, – yeah, yeah, we'll just play it kind of day by day and, and see what's up. Okay, so uh, we getting back to Arizona State, they have two three hundred and fifteen pound guys. At least they're yep. listed that on their yep. thing. But what do you training staff? I mean, what, how do you control that up in the up in the middle there? Um, I mean, we just got to have good footwork, good good pad level, and you know, good good hand placement. Just our fundamentals, and and uh, and just know that we're gonna we got a good challenge in front of us. You know, uh, as far as the holding penalties, were some when you watch the film. Were they uh, technique 
issues with your guys? Were they just getting beat by, by a no, good just play? On the- bad hand placement. Okay. I mean, it's as simple as that, which is, um, you know, there's the referee's discretion on those things, but you just can't, you can't, you can't leave it uh, in their hands. Um, and so we just got to, we got to be better with our hand placement. Uh, and Roger Rosengarten's uh, a personal foul penalty and everything it look, on the film, it didn't look like it would look like more of a basketball flop than anything. Yeah. I mean, we can't put ourselves in that situation. I, you know, party is proud of them for sticking up for the quarterback, but we can't, it, you just can't do that. It's, you know, we can't, we got to be smarter than that. Thanks a lot, Thanks, coach. coach. Yep. Appreciate it. Coach now, so we'll be able to, we'll be able to have some more competition there. He's feeling better. Um, so, so definitely want to do a better job, I think, both aspects, both kicking it and covering it. Yeah. Yep. In terms of your edges, it seems like you guys made an impact early against UCLA, and then were they doing more in terms of max protect stuff, or what did you see in terms of not being able to get to the QB quite as often? Yeah, I mean, I think the ball, I mean, there's some times where the ball just got out of his hand early, I think, too, as well. Um, you know, I mean, you look at, like, the explosive plays in that game, like, None of them really thrown down the field. It was all just us being able to tackle some of the underneath stuff and doing a better job there. So um, we got to do a better job being able to impact the quarterback. And, uh, you know, like you said early on, I thought we had an opportunity to be able to do some things. They started uh, some of the RPO stuff. You know, initially I think they were reading us and and we were in the backfield maybe creating a little havoc. And then after that they just said, hey, we're going to start blocking those guys and just turn it into true drop back pass or quick game and stuff like that. So we got some work to do there. I think that's probably the one thing right now is just for us to be able to do enough things defensively that, hey, we can take away some of the underneath stuff and and uh, do a good job on first and second down. You do a better job tackling. Now you get them into some third and long situations, and now they have to drop back and pass. You know what I mean? And that's where we can have some opportunities. So we just got to do a better job there, I think, of getting them into some uh, some favorable down and distance situations. And, and I think our guys, when they get into those situations, they'll, you know what I mean, they got a good chance to be able to win. We've been talking for months about those top three edges that are kind of cemented there. How's how's Savelle coming along? Good, good. I think um, you know he's he's uh, he's been really solid. I feel like in the run game, um, he's practicing at a high level. I mean, it was a little more. We had a little bit more situational things last game with just turnovers and things like that, where kind of our rotations. I mean, early on, those guys were almost playing split reps. I mean, it was those top four guys were. Our first three games, I think, were all within like ten reps of each other, you know. And then last game, we we got a little bit heavier on uh, on the on um, Braylon and on Jeremiah just because of sudden change situations. The ones usually take the field in those situations. So if we had some rotational things going on, it got uh, it got a little bit more skewed towards the ones just because of you know we played a lot more plays in the first half, and then we came off the sideline in some sudden change situations, and it was the ones in the game. So. He probably didn't have as big of an impact because he didn't play as much last game just because of those scenarios. I'm wondering, too, a couple weeks ago you had Lance show up early, uh, I think on third down, maybe on the opening drive. What has he done to put himself in that position, and what was the thought there to get him on the field early in that game? He's just, he's just one of our better pass rushers, and I think that was uh, you know, kind of a, a sub-package for us of trying to put our best pass rushers on the field, and we just feel like, hey, man, he's got some things there. He's he's a longer kid. He's He's done a good job in practice like you know we're charting wins and losses and pass rush stuff and he's he's right up there with our best guys as far as that goes so just felt like it was an opportunity for us to be able to use our roster get a get a young guy out there and get him some experience and and uh you know you never know what what that leads to down the road here like valuable you know i mean game experience for him to be able to go out there and and help our football team so definitely a guy i think that in that situation right now he's got some work to do yet with just um you know maturing his body type yet to be able to get kind of where we want it to be for first and second down, especially against some of the 
the teams that are going to run the football. But I mean, in past situations, he can he can play and he can help our football team right now. Thanks, Eric. Do, yeah. do you get to the point now, Eric, where you start to think about the young guys and the four games and whether or not you want to keep the red shirt on or, or or bust it? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always that. I feel like you're trying to do what's right for not only your team and and, and helping. Uh, you know, what I mean guys that can help you win football games but then also I think you're you know I mean you want to do what's best for the for the for the player too as well so it's always uh you know I mean a lot of communication that goes on with those guys and just trying to you know as you go through the season and and special teams and things like that like there's definitely uh you know I mean opportunities I think for guys to be able to get on the field so they just got to always be ready to go and I think it helps with it helps with them too like player development like they're always you know I mean knowing that there's a chance that they can play week in and week out and then player safety too as well you're not just riding two or three guys the entire time like you can use your roster and get some of those young guys out there you mentioned tackling earlier it was such a surprise because it just hadn't really shown up earlier in the year when, when you come back to a practice week like this and you know that's something you got to clean up what are some of the kind of main points of emphasis that you worry about yeah I mean I think all the time you talk about like hey man you got to tackle hitches you got to do a good job of being able to you know short plays like that that, that get thrown out you got to be able to tackle running backs in the flat when you do that stuff and and now it's second and five and, and second and six, like, hey, it's no big deal. Like, those plays don't meet you, don't beat you. But as soon as you start missing those tackles and all of a sudden those become, you know what I mean, 15, 20-yard plays, now it becomes an issue for you. And I think a lot of it, too, is just, hey, man, like, you got to be emotionally ready to play every single week. You know what I mean? A lot of times, like, when you see guys that are kind of missed tackles and things like that that are going on on the game, it's like, hey, man, like, like what's our mindset, you know what I mean, right now and just how, how emotionally ready to play are we? So I think just getting back to – playing aggressive style football like not trying to worry so much about hey what's the other team trying to do how are they trying to attack us and us really just being like hey man we're calling it aggressive hey are there some things that could happen that you know what i mean where they could they could uh get a play here or there yeah but they're you know we're playing on our toes and on the balls of our feet then we're gonna you know i mean knock some balls loose and sure. hit some quarterbacks and stuff like that too as well so i think just getting that mentality back you know what i mean into our guys i think of being the being the aggressor and them really having to defend us more than we're trying to defend them. When you talk about that, being road dogs back-to-back games, does that end up being a little uh, kind of a good piece of scheduling? Because now you can now, not only can you get the bad taste out of your mouth, but now you can literally go back and, and do some of those things in another foreign environment and, and what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, like, I mean, I think sometimes, like, hey, it's road games probably get, they get built up too much as far as winning on the road and stuff like that. Like, you just got to go into a place and and trust your preparation and, and say, hey, man, I'm ready to play, you know what I mean, and, and not worry about, I mean, the crowd's not going to be a factor, you know what I mean, as far as that goes. I don't care where you're at. Like, it's it's the guys on the field preparing, you know what I mean, doing a really good job of those guys being able to uh, to play together. And, and it's, uh, you know, any opportunity after a performance like that, I think you got to be able to really find out a little bit about your guys and just how competitive they are and how, you know what I mean, how prideful they are. And, I really like to see, you know, I mean, I think our guys are are, um, are humbled a little bit and ready to come out and be like, hey, man, like, we we're, we're, we can still be a good defense and, and really want to prove that, I think, you know what I mean, to, to each other too as well. When when you look at ASU, especially from your, your guys' room, how much does Jones resemble DT Ardle? I think a lot. I think their skill set's very similar. Um, he's probably a bigger man, you know what I mean, as far as that goes. He's a bigger, more physical um, runner, um, where where DTR is a guy that's very very athletic, a guy that's gonna make you miss, and you know what I mean I think uh, that uh, Emery's more of a guy that I mean he can short yardage guy, he can fall forward, he can you know what I mean get some tough yards for them too as well. So, uh, but very similar, just as far as those guys being able to 
to extend plays with their feet to be able to uh, you got to be able to to account for the quarterback run game stuff too as well. So definitely, uh, I, I think um, you know there's some similarities in what we faced last week and what we're going to see this week. Also uh, between X and and Charbonnet. Is any any correlation there between the way they run and how you got to attack them? Um, I think you know probably a little bit different. I mean, they they throw to their back, so you know I mean quite a bit too as well. So I think just as far as there's similar styles there of offense and how they want to use their running backs. I think um, you know a little bit different. Just um, there's there's uh, a little bit more under center stuff now. We'll see. Um, there'll be a little bit more pro style stuff. There'll be a fullback in the game and lead blockers and stuff like that at times. So. Right. That's a little bit different, but I think both those guys are are guys that you would say, hey, going downhill. That's their that's their that's when they're at their best. And sure. I think that part of it is both are guys that can break tackles. Both are guys that can when they get in the open field are hard to bring down. They can get tough yards in between the tackles. I think those are definitely similarities between both of them. And when and when, and when the other team's under center and they step back and they're either play action or whatnot, does that add a, an additional level of stress for your particular position, knowing that they have to hesitate for just a second? And maybe that second's all it takes. Yeah, I mean, I think especially if they're, you know, I mean, if they're doing a good job running the football now, and you got to be able to, to honor, you know, what I mean, those yeah. those those situations. I think for sure. I mean, that's that's where it comes down. To, we talk to our guys all the time about being able to stop the run and really trying to make teams one dimensional because you can do that. Now all of a sudden, you're, you know, I mean, you you might give up some passing yards, but you're it's hard to win football games when you got to drop back and pass all the sure. time. You know, what I mean, especially I think. If you talk to the guys at Arizona State, I would say, hey, man, like running the football, their two running backs are good players. So yeah. if those guys are doing a good job for them, like that's that's how, you know, I mean, their recipe, I think, for success starts with those two guys right there. And, and they got a number of good, you know, what I mean, tight ends, guys that are good blockers, guys that can, you know, what I mean, that can that can help you in uh, in the pass game, too, as well. So I think that's that's to me is where we got to really play well, I think, is just, you know, what I mean, first and second down stopping the run, being able to do a good job there of getting them into some down and distances where now we can get our guys who we think are are pretty good players, you know what I mean, in advantageous, you know, in positions and those guys can get off edges and, and try to go, you know, hit quarterbacks a little bit. It seems like they, you know, they've got good skill guys. I mean they've got Jones, they've got X, they've got Badger out wide. But no yet when you look at their statistics, they just it just doesn't seem like it adds up. Is this just one of those classic things where offensively you've got to look at beyond the numbers? For sure. I think there's definitely they're they're they have weapons, like you're saying, on offense. Like I, I mean, their one-two running back combination are as good as you know. What I mean, we've probably seen this year. I think both those guys are good players, proven players. You know, what I mean, um, you talked about Badger, like another guy that's I think is an elite player. They're tight ends. I mean, guys are big, long. You know, what I mean, type guys. I mean, we're talking six, seven, six, eight guys that are athletic guys. So. For sure, I think it's you know I mean probably just a, a little bit of how games have gone for them you know what I mean whether you're you're not having you don't have the ball as much you know what I mean if you uh, if you get down or you know what I mean kind of whatever you know I just think those different situations maybe they haven't been able to to maybe play the way they want to play because of how games have kind of uh, have have kind of went for them so I think offensively they they I mean everybody in our league right like at the end of the day is going to have guys that are good players that are going to be explosive guys that you're going to be able to you know I mean limit those guys as much as you can right. And so that obviously plays right into your mantra of attack, offensively, defensively, get out into the lead like you had early in the season and limit their availability. No doubt, no doubt. I think playing, like I said again, playing on the balls of our feet, playing our toes, playing downhill, like we got to play aggressively. I mean, that's when we're at our best and, and not worry so much about, hey, what could hurt us, but being able to say, hey, man, like if we turn our guys loose and play play fast, hey, there, there's going to be you know some opportunities for us to be able to make plays. Great. Thank yeah. you. I yep. appreciate Thanks. it. Yep. You, you got, got it. it. Have a good one. You got it.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, yeah, awesome. favorite part hey, of the week? It's part of the deal, man. <laughs> What'd you learn on the tape, uh, you know, after the UCLA game? Well, we just just got to play well for four quarters. You know, obviously we didn't have we had a poor second quarter, and I mean when you're playing in a you know in a highly competitive league, it really only takes a couple of series for you to where you don't perform very well to put you in a hole. You know, really proud of the guys the way they hung in there, uh, fought their ass off. Um, you know, gave ourselves a shot towards the end of the game, but I think it's a good learning lesson for a lot of guys on the field that night about what your performance level needs to be like at all times against a very good offense. Hard lessons suck. I know that, you know, but some of your young guys, they have to go through the process. Yeah. You got some DBs, you got some corners back there who had a few hard lessons. Yeah. How hard is that? Is it, well, you know, the, I mean, I mean, this is the, I mean, it's, it's just part of the job description. I think when you get uh, young guys out there, they've got to go out there um, and, and not let the lights be too big for them. And, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the process as those guys are growing up. Um, and, what you're really hoping and banking on is that you make a huge mistake that gets embedded in your memory and you never make that same mistake again. And I think that's the priority is to be able to teach those from those, be teachable moments. Now, um, if, the, if the guys are being coachable, they'll learn from the mistakes and they'll fix them and it won't happen again. You know, if they continue just saying the same mistakes, then they're not being coachable. And so I think the point of emphasis is just be coachable, take it, and then move on. How do you stop, you know, big plays on the young guys from just destroying them? I mean, yeah. How do you, how do you coach that into? <laughs> I think it's an individual mindset. Uh, you know, it's finding confidence in, um, it's finding individual confidence, and then it's finding confidence that we believe in them. And that's the one thing that we walked away from, uh, you know, after we put it to bed on Sunday, is that you know, just letting the guys know we believe in them. Uh, we know that they're working their tails off. We know that they're invested. We know that they're putting the time into it. And next time out, you got just got to be better. Just one more from me, just Devon Banks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really aggressive. He's had a couple personal fouls. Yeah. How do you tone that down without taking a stinger away? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be balanced. I think, you know, you love the aggressive level. You love the energy. You love the uh, willingness to go out there and put uh, put a hat on somebody. Uh, but at the same time, it, at the detriment to the team. And so you got to be able to walk that fine line. We talk about being on edge all the time. you got to be on the edge, not over the edge. And at times, he's been over the edge on a couple of things, and it's cost us. Uh, taking a look at Arizona State, um, first just the quarterback Jones. You know what kind of stands out about him? Yeah, he's a great player. He's got a uh, he's got a cannon, a uh, huge huge arm. Obviously, he's got a lot of snaps under his belt. He's a mobile threat again. I mean, I think he's just going throughout the league. I mean, every week it's it's mobile quarterbacks, and you know he can get out of the pocket. He can hurt you with your feet. I mean, he's he's got. Um, you know, some a great receiving core, uh, a lot of guys that can run, and um, he can throw the ball. He can make any throw on the field. Power running team, or or is there different kind of styles to what they're trying to do? No, I think so they got good balance. I think they got good balance. You know, I think their running backs are are quick, they're explosive, they're powerful. Um, you know, schematically, they're a little bit different in the run game stuff. Uh, in terms of being a really heavy zone scheme, but they try to keep you off balance. And, and obviously, if they can get their run game started, it sets up play-action pass and then sets up a lot of other things for them to be able to do. So uh, that's the challenge is being able to defend both phases. Um, Valade, um, just yeah. a, a scouting report on him. 
Yeah, I you know, obviously we got an opportunity to see him at uh, you know was a was one of the top players in the Mountain West. Um, explosive, you know. I think my evaluation of him this year versus last year, I think he's better than he was a year ago. I mean, he, when he hits the hole and gets north and south, uh, saw several explosive runs by him against uh, USC, and he's done it in every single game where if he hits a crease and catches a crease, he can get out. He runs with good speed and good power. And then just. The, the heat, I know that's not going to be an excuse for anything this weekend, but but does that maybe go into rotations, decisions to like rotate guys a, a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, we just I think it's just a overall mindset, and that's what we've talked about all week, is whether it's in special teams units or in, in, in any spot on defense. Um, guys got to be ready to step in and, and, and give guys a blow for a little bit. But, you know, I think our, our uh, training staff's done a great job of preparing our guys. Uh, obviously, we can't. You know, we can't uh, simulate uh, 95 degrees out or anything like that. So, um, but guys have been been preparing for it all week. Thanks, appreciate it. All right, thanks, coach. Thanks. Back in the day, back in the day when they were short on DBs, uh, Jimmy Lake went over and stole John Ross from the offensive <laughs> side of the ball. You eyeballing any of those guys with your lack of depth over there hey, right you, now? You can never say never. But uh, we, you know, we got some guys that are coming back. Obviously, we're down some guys, but no, it's uh, every option's on the table for us going. So I always tell the wideouts, hey, if you ain't catching enough balls, you can come over and cover some people. You can still catch the ball on defense. Get a few more turnovers, a few catches on defense. No question. He was talking to Coach Morrell about, you know, a guy like Devon Banks mm -hmm. where he's so young, mm -hmm. you know, and just the hard lessons that you have to go mm -hmm. through. How hard is that as a corner, and how do you keep those big plays from destroying a guy like that? Yeah, it's just coaching him up. And so obviously he's a young player. He's going through situations where, you know, he's never been in, um, in in huge games. And, you know, really, like I told him, I said, it's the reason why you're talented and you were recruited to University of Washington. So it's coaching him up on the details of his technique, uh, getting him better in terms of his eyes. And number one thing about Devon Banks, I know he's a competitive kid, so uh, you can coach him hard. He responds to that. Uh, and I, he's had a good week of practice so far. And Javion Green, I mean, he's even younger. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing out of Javion? You know, another tough-minded tough, tough -minded kid, wants to be good, wants to be great. Uh, shoot, he was in here watching film late last night. And so um, he's another kid. He's young. He, a year ago, he was playing high school football. Um, and so he's, he's obviously playing in big-time games and big-time stadiums against really good teams. And so it's him just to continue to work. You know, the speed of the game is starting to slow down a little bit for him now. He's played in a few of those. And so... Just continue to watch him develop here over the course of the season. What's going to mean to get a couple of your guys back this week? It'll be good having some guys back. You know, it's it's one thing when you lose, you know, one guy or something like that, but just the rash of things that we've had. But, you know, I give the kids credit. They, they've stayed the course. Um, you know, the one good thing is losing a couple guys that allows you to build depth. So you got guys that are freshmen that normally wouldn't get as many reps. Now they've got a lot of plays. So now you get guys back who've played a lot of football, and now your younger guys have played a little bit and so now it gives you more depth as you go through the season which we know we'll need you know covering the hoops guys you know you can come in as a freshman and contribute it's mm -hmm. not that difficult you know mm -hmm. i shouldn't say it's not that difficult but i think it's easier than football how hard is it for a kid like you know green to just come in from high school and play at yeah this i mean it, it, it's a it's a totally different in terms of the playbook you know the one thing you know, it's interesting you say that about basketball. Basketball, those guys are taught to shoot and dribble, you know, since they're this tall. And so for them, it's just putting the ball in the basket. Sometimes they don't have a play. And so literally, they just get the ball and get to the basket. In football, you know, you got droppers underneath you. You have certain responsibilities. You got run and pass. You're looking at this. And so it's a lot for them to process. I think back to when I was a freshman uh, in college, and it seems like you're drinking out of a fire hose. But, you know, it's continuing to coach him up. The kid works extremely hard. Uh, and like I said, he's, he's getting better each week. You got to have a freshman story. Welcome to college football. Do you remember a welcome to college football moment? For who? For you. 
Oh yeah, I tell I tell the guys. I mean, the first time I went in, we were playing um, we were playing against University of Idaho, and I gave up a touchdown the very first play. And so it's <laughs> you run out there as a freshman, and you know they they throw a nine ball, and the stadium go from really loud in a big rivalry game to really quiet. And I just told them from that moment on, I knew it was high risk, high reward. Um, and so I've been there before with them. Um, and the the main thing about it is, you, you know, you just bounce back. You don't allow a situation to beat you twice. You get better for it. You learn from it. You study it. Uh, we coach them at it. And so when that opportunity presents itself again, you go out and make the play. I know ASU uh, personnel-wise looks a lot different than they did a year ago. They brought in a ton of transfers. When you kind of take a look at their wide receiving core, their tight ends, what what do you see? Well, the tight end, I mean, he's 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 He's a tall tall big body I mean he catches a lot of a lot of balls in the red zone they can he can high point it really good I think the wide receivers are a really talented group um, and the quarterback obviously starting SEC and he can throw it all over the yard I mean he's he's got one of the strongest arms that I've seen I mean you just watch him he's throwing throws without setting his feet he can throw opposite hash to the field out he can literally make every throw in the book so it's a tremendous challenge for us to go out and you know, defend every blade of grass, which we know we're going to have to do against these guys. Yeah, I know you, you just faced DTR, and I think Jones ran for 700 yards last year. So, I mean, a couple scrambling quarterbacks. How can corners help out in those breakdown situations? I mean, that's a, that's a tough ask for your guys. Yeah, right? it really just depends on what you're running schematic-wise. You know, a lot of times those guys, if they're in man situation, we tell them to plaster wide receiver. So they have to stay with them while those guys are running scramble drills and the quarterback's buying time. And so we've done a good job of working on that. Um, and, you know, sometimes the pass rush can help you with that also. Just guys continue to pursue the quarterback, whether it's first level, second level, and try to get them down. But I think for a DB, for the most part, the corners, um, they, they need to stay in coverage.